Welcome back to The Bubble for episode two, Real Talk, No Crowd. We have two continuous hosts to join us today. Without further ado, let them introduce themselves and we'll get right to it. All right, so I'll start off here. Uh, my name's Joey. My favorite team in the league is the Suns. I'm a massive fan, being from Phoenix. Uh, my favorite player is Steve Nash. Uh, I still think his highlight reel is probably the best highlight reel of all time. Um, some of the passes he makes are just absolutely ridiculous. And I think um, he deserved those back-to-back -back MVPs. Um, he made his team what it was. <laughs> um, favorite all-time moment? Probably the eight in Valley Oop. I was there, actually, at the game. A little flex there, but... Um, I was there when they threw that oop and we beat the Clippers at the end of that series when they went to the finals and we hadn't been good in a decade. So that was a huge moment for me. And then um, hot take for the off season, Booker becomes a point guard of one and he averages a double-double next season. I literally gave you that take. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll go next. My name is Johan. Nickname Han, Xbox, Dr. Han. People want to play Fortnite or some shit, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> my favorite team is the Knicks. And then my favorite player is either Jamal Murray or RJ Barrett. And then my favorite all-time moments when Melo hit those two clutch shots against the Bulls in the Garden. I was in, like, fifth grade, just freaking out. It was fire. And then my hot take for next season is the Celtics going to lose in the second round. I just think that team's broken and – doesn't really work. They got to make some changes. So that's my hot take. Uh, I, I don't think the Celtics are going to be good next year. But um, let's not waste any time. Let's hop into recent trade news. Um, yesterday, Bradley Beal was traded alongside Jordan Goodwin and Isaiah Todd um, in exchange for Chris Paul, Shamit, and I think five second rounders and a couple pick swaps. But Joey, being the diehard Suns fan, let's let's hear your opening statement on this. Yeah, I think this was a pretty like obvious move to make here. I mean, if you were playing 2K on my GM, you see this trade pop up, you just go, oh, Jesus. Like, it's it's just easy money. You're getting Bradley Beal for Landry Shamit, or however you say his, his ass name, dude. He blows. He had one good game <laughs> in the playoffs for us. I, res I respect him for that. But he did absolutely jack shit for the majority of his time with the Suns. And... I mean, we traded a couple pick swaps and whatnot, but we still have our pick next year and a few second rounders. And then I think we get skipped over in 2025, but we're hanging out, man. And personally, I think, I mean, we don't have any money really to spend on anyone else, but we have the guys we need, I think, to kind of bring the star power. I mean, we have three stars. We also, I think, have better play styles than the Nets did. People are comparing us to the Nets with our big three. I think Booker obviously can play the one. He's done it in the past. It's not his preferred position, but he can pass. He's a smart guy. And you've got, I mean, obviously, we've got Bradley Beal. I think he can just kind of sit outside, and when he needs to dribble, he can. But he shoots about 40% catch and shoot. He'll be fine. Obviously, Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant, one of the best, one of the best ever. Um, and then we have the different personalities. I think then Kyrie and Harden, those guys. I mean, Kyrie's out, you know, causing stirs in the media left and right. And then you got, you know, Harden clubbing with, little baby on the weekends so oh, i just think you know those person <laughs> is kind of fire but it just doesn't help the team overall i don't think it helps and they're all kind of prima donnas and that just didn't work out so we're not the nets we have a far more experienced coach as well um obviously i mentioned that to you guys earlier but nash just wasn't the guy to handle that many personalities when he hasn't coached one time um no disrespect to nash but he is not a coach but i'd like to hear what you guys think about this trade i just think like it's hard to really kind of assess the Suns without seeing what they do with Aiden first because I feel like he's going to get moved for, like, other pieces. Yeah. And I think it's hard to, like, really look at the team without looking at that first. But 
the one thing like is everyone's talking about like their depth and how that's a problem but like the nuggets just won the finals and they had like the third worst or fourth worst bench scoring in the playoffs so like i don't think like bench scoring is the most important thing if you have a bunch of star players and then just lastly i really think they need a good point guard because booker can play the one i guess but i just think like he's at his best when he's coming off screens a good shooter I just think he's got to be a scorer first, and like, there's got to be someone else running the offense, facilitating the offense for them. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying about the bench scoring, but I mean, they literally had Bruce Brown be probably a better, better contributor than Michael Porter Jr. Uh, the entire finals, and he came off the bench. And I think we saw both games with Christian Brown. I think game three and four, like he was just running back cuts. Um, it's also hard when your two best players are putting up 30 points a game, along with 10 assists per, you know, per per game. It's it's pretty hard to defend. So. I think that the bench scoring, at least in the finals, is is pretty indicative. But, I mean, when you look at the Suns series versus the Nuggets, they were the only ones to take them past, what, one game? Um, like, I'm a Laker fan. We got swept. It wasn't even close. But back to the Suns trade, I like I said before, um, when I was talking to you guys before, I just don't think that this is going to work to the fullest extent, at least in the first year. Like, like you said, I agree with you. Like, it depends what they do with Aiden. Um, I'm really big on the Suns having enough offensive firepower between KD and Booker alone. I mean, Booker was playing outstanding. It was the best basketball I've ever seen out of him in the playoffs. He shot, I think, above 85% in game three and four. They don't need scoring. Obviously, Beal's going to help. Um, and I agree with you, Joe. I don't I don't think it's the same situation as the Nets because Beal and Booker, both guys are going to come down pin-offs, they're going to pin downs, uh, flare screens. Like, they're going to get open off the ball. Booker, I think, should play point, but – they don't have predominant ISO guys in, in Harden and Kyrie. But what I do like, want to see is is the depth. Um, although bench score doesn't matter, you, those guys are going to get tired. You know, Beal has hamstring issues. KD's kind of old. I think Booker will be fine, but we got to account for those things. I think my yeah. main skepticism with the lack of depth was the fact that Beal just came off the season or the past two seasons he's been dealing with lingering injuries. And the same with Kevin Durant. They haven't been available for like 70 game of the seasons, they haven't been getting to that 70 number or even that uh, 65 number. And if you have a team that doesn't have a lot of depth, like right now the Suns only have five players under contract with what, 11 million in cap. Like if you don't have that depth and your star players aren't giving you consistency in the amount of games, you will end up as a three or four seed in the West. And you're going to be in that same situation again next year where you have to face probably either the Nuggets or whatever team really buffs up this offseason in that in that second round, and it's going to be tough to overcome. You know, the Nuggets, like I saw a tweet saying, like, the Nuggets had an easy run to the finals. They played two eight seeds and a four seed. But that's the beauty of being the number one seed in the NBA playoffs, and I feel like if you're the Suns and you don't get to that one or two seed this year, it is a failure with, this, with the team you have in place. But, again, Johan said it. You have to wait till eight and moves because you're obviously going to – if you guys do deal Aiden, you'll get some solid pieces, and there's some solid role players that'll complement KD, Booker, Beal. Hopefully, some hopefully some defensive minded players, some some energy guys that'll help help spark the team. But I mean, yeah, the offseason just begun, so it's a bit hard to kind of judge it right now. But I guess we'll see what the Suns end up with on towards the end of the summer. See what kind of roster they put together. Yeah, I mean, you guys basically covered everything. But for me personally, I think what the Suns did was a great move. Like, you're not turning that down. Like, you can't turn down Bradley Beal for two trash guys, like two garbage people. But uh, at the end of the day, it's way too early to tell. It's way too early to tell who's going to come out the West. But I'm, I'm still riding with the Nuggets. I think the Suns need to move and ship Aiden to get some depth from, like you guys said, like on the, like on the bench for sure. Kuzma would be a huge piece to get. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sold yeah. on them yet, but I still think they're good enough. I think they're a contender for sure right now with this move. I just don't understand the hate they got. Like the D grade by ESPN is pretty out of pocket considering like all ESPN was saying was that we don't have any depth. We don't have a third score really because Chris Paul is not really that guy anymore. And Aiton is pretty soft personally. I, I mean, I respect Aiton, but yeah, we're not getting coups. I know. But um, <laughs> I just think like we just added Bradley. It was a great score. It's going to open things up and the team's going to be significantly better than they were last season with Bradley Beal. I mean, you dropped Chris Paul. The game's not going to be as slow. It's just going to be a better overall team and a better fit. Yeah. Also, like, I know I was harping on the defensive stuff. Um, I think that's just in comparison to their offense. Like, Chris Paul is not a good defender. So, I mean, I guess taking away your yeah, he's ball old. handler is, you know, is also going to be a plus on the defensive end when he's not going to be a, like, height mismatch or a height liability. But um, I guess, we'll, like we said, time will tell. And obviously with the draft on Thursday, they might make more moves before that or after that. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. But moving along to more offseason news, um, this is now the rumor mill talk. Um, I didn't even know this till an hour ago, but one of you mentioned about Zach Levine, so we can start with him. Um, I think the Knicks are trying to go after him, but he's been made available by the Bulls in trade talks. Um, I personally think his contract is not as bad as Beal's, but I think he's making like 40-something mil. I personally think he's a little limited. Um, I don't see him getting better. Like, I think his ceiling, he's at his ceiling. He's a great player offensively, like one of the best shot creators in the league for sure, and his athleticism is out the gym, but what's he going to do for your team past that? And That's kind of where I stand. I mean, so what are you going to give up? As a as a Knicks fan, and watching our last performance in the playoffs against the Heat, we have Tom Thibodeau, who's a very defensive minded coach. We actually did play what I thought was pretty good defense that whole our whole playoff run. We actually held the Cavs to under I think like eighty something points, like the lowest all season against Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. We played solid defense against the Heat, but our offense was lacking. Our offense was solely run through Jalen Brunson, our other pieces. We didn't have enough shooters around Jalen Brunson. Guys are missing shots. Julius Randle obviously had a bad performance. Um, and I think what we really ultimately need to push us to the next level is somebody that can come in and give us 25 a game. Like, if we have that 25 a game scorer that's consistent, I think that could push us to the next level. We have good defensive players. I think we could shop, uh, push out Demich, McBride, three first-rounders, and then I guess Obi and see what see if they bite on that. If the Bulls are really trying to blow it up and go full rebuild, obviously Lonzo's situation too. I think they might just have to blow it up. So if that's what they're going for, I think they take the three first-round picks in 2024 and 2025, along with some solid-ish role players. They could try and elevate Obi, see if he can grow, be a good slasher. And I think we take it from there. I think he kind of fills out our team pretty well. But again, I don't want to give up too, too much of our young core because I do still believe in – I want to keep Quentin Grimes. I think he can grow as a player. Obviously, we want to keep RJ. I think this next year is, is his really test year to see if he could – really see if he could elevate his game. He obviously had a really good series against the Heat bar in game six. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm optimistic, but I think out of the three players that we've been rumored to take, Cat and Bede and Levine, I think Levine is the most solid option. And Bede's never made it past the second round of the playoffs – I don't think he's the type of guy that if we sell the farm for him, he's going to be able to push our team to that next level to reach an Easter Conference Finals, especially if he couldn't do it with Harden, Maxi, and, and the squad he has there. They have a better overall roster than we do, so I don't think he could be the leader. And honestly, I just don't think Cat complements our team too well. I don't think we need a stretch five. I think we need we need a nice anchor at five. Like Hartenstein, honestly, was a fine fit in the playoffs. And then I think we just need an ultimately a scoring wing that can really be consistent for us and help us throughout the season. 
Did you say fucking Hardenstein? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got Mitch Rob too. We got Mitch Rob too. <laughs> right. He was Mitch Rob Wait, can Bro, we? I'd, oh. I'd rather keep Hardenstein. I Hardenstein because at least Hardenstein's a smart. He's a smarter player than Mitch Robinson. Mitch okay, Robinson. You gotta look at the bigs in the East. Best. Like, yeah, yeah. Bro, if miles you take, ahead, and beat is gonna you can't have you can't have a dude named Hardenstein in your yeah. starting lineup, bro. <laughs> also, no, you can you just can't okay. be content with that. You need it. You want to improve. You can't that. Content, you can't yeah, bro, okay. All right, before we get to Brook Lopez, because I'm like the biggest Brook Lopez fan ever. I think the Heat need to get that guy right now. He's the goat. We would win the finals with Brook Lopez this year if we had him. All right, continue. Uh, Zach Levine. Zach Levine's one of my favorite players in the NBA. I think if he were to leave, like the Bulls are clearly up to something. They just signed Vucevic for like a three-year, $65 million contract, and every Bulls fan. That's purely for hates. trade. There's no way. That Everyone hates Vucevic. Like you know Vucevic is an actual pile of dog shit. So you got to trade Vucevic for sure. Vucevic is horrible. Vucevic is horrible, but if you're the if you're Zach Levine and you're the Bulls, Zach Levine's perfect, perfect trade destination would be the Brooklyn Nets. You pair him up with Macau Bridges and Cam Johnson, and you get back the Bulls would get back Spencer Dinwiddie, Cam Tom Thomas, or like even Seth Curry or something in some picks. I think Zach Levine, Macau Bridges, and Cam Johnson, that like wing core, that shit's tough. Like they already want Dame. If you fail to get Dame, get Zach Levine a thirty point per game scorer, that can take your team to the next level. But I don't know. I think Zach Levine should get the hell out of the Bulls. It's not working. Lonzo Ball is a cripple. DeMar DeRozan, I don't know what the hell he's doing. Vucevic's ass. Billy Donovan's not a real NBA coach. So just blow it up and figure it out. Yeah, I think the Bulls really have to blow it up. They don't really have, like, a true number one guy. So, like, I think you look to trade Levine and then – what I saw with this rumor was uh, the Bulls either want multiple first-round picks and, like, a young, like, star or one first-round pick and, like, a quote-unquote high-end player. And, like, I don't really see that happening. I don't see a team that either has that package and wants to do the deal or a team that wants to do this trade and has, like, those assets to trade. So I think moving Levine will be pretty hard. And then also, yeah, the Bulls just don't really have the roster. Like, DeRozan's, like, washed at this point. And then, like, Levine can't be your best player. And Boob said it. Boob is just fucking trash. Like, he's really fucking bad. So, yeah. I don't really uh, agree. Right. Is he really that bad? Like, he averaged a double-double the last six seasons. He's not that bad. I don't know why Boob right, I'll, put you in the, I'll put you in the – no, no, no. I'll put you in the brain of every Bulls fan. If you talk to any Bulls fan or if you follow any Bulls pages, when they re-signed him, oh, yeah, every yeah. comment was saying – this guy needs to get the fuck. He needs to go to China. Like I'm not even joking. Everyone hates him. In this the late, okay, they're they're an active member of Lakers Twitter. Like it's worse when like they were. But realistically, every single guy here in this room would take Vucevic on their team. But yeah, I mean, I like maybe not. Maybe not. I'd take yeah, him over would, fucking yeah. Hartenstein and Mitchell. I would take him. I would take him. Yeah. yeah, no shit, George. <laughs> All right, so he's saying he's a pile of dog shit. He should go to China. I'm like, bro, he has a spot on an NBA roster. He's, 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 he's averaging like – He is a top 10 center, center in the league. He's a top 10 center in the league. Who? Hardenstein? Who else? <laughs> no, Vucevic. Vucevic is, is a – No fucking – They have 10 centers. They have 10 centers better than Vucevic right now. Center? I thought he was a power forward. 
He's a center. He's a center, he's a center bro. He's a center. <laughs> so ass he is, bro. He looks like he's so ass, bro. Dude, he's, he's, a footer. Footer. He's, he's a second footer. He's a second footer. Name 10 centers that are better than him. I can't because he's a top 10 center. All right, yeah. Okay, MB, 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 Jokic, Bam, AD, uh, if you cat, who's better than DeAndre Ayton? No, no, maybe, no, maybe. DeAndre Ayton maybe. is still better than Vucevic. Come okay, on. are you taking Gobert over Vucevic? Yeah, I don't question. even know. I might take Vucevic over Ayton. Vucevic for sure. Gobert. I'll you take see, Gobert. As a Suns fan, he just said it. Okay, but, uh, that's five. That's five. I hate Gobert, and I take Gobert over. Are you taking Brooke Lopez over Vucevic? Yes. Fuck yeah. Well, I'll take you. Okay, next topic. No, 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 no. Next topic. Next topic. Lopez looks over the heat Next topic. Next topic. Next topic. Anyways, Zion Williamson. Uh, next on the rumor mill, the uh, Hornets. Hornets. The Pelicans are looking to move either, I think, Ingram or, or Zion um, to the Blazers. I think the Blazers prefer Zion, but I don't know. There's this whole Mariah Mills sex tape bullshit, sex addict bullshit from Zion, but – um, I personally think that he is as good of a player as he is when he's healthy. He is not available, and the best, you know, accessory you can have is availability. Yeah. Um, I think Mariah, if, if Zion stays, we're all going to see his dick on the internet, supposedly, because Mariah Mills just said that if he stays in New Orleans, he's leaking every sex tape. So personally, if I was the Pelicans and Zion Williamson, I'd leave right now. Uh, but the perfect fit. Because Dame's the biggest pussy in the NBA. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that word, but uh, I think he should go to the Blazers. You pair him up with Dame, Anthony Simmons. Do you call it Simons or Simmons? I don't Simons. Know, Anthony Simons. Simons. And then uh, Nurkic. I feel like oh, – okay. Um, yeah, get Zion out of New Orleans. I've, there's a ton of places that he'd be a good fit for. Another one you can look at is Charlotte. I would love to see him and LaMelo team up. They wouldn't do anything special the first year or two, but they would be fun to watch. And then hopefully they can build around that new fucking owner. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, I if he goes to the Blazers, like he's hurt all the time. The Blazers are picking between a guy that plays forty-five games or twenty-nine Dude, games, and like, there's going to be porn stars at the fucking on the court side. Like, it just you don't want that guy right now. I feel like if you're a GM, you're yeah. you're scared of that guy right now. He yeah. is getting Zion? after it. Yeah, he's getting it after it in restaurants and in his bedroom, bro. All right. Well, would you, would you rather Zion or John? The situation. <laughs> Fair question. I think John, John. right? For sure. John. John's better. He's just better. No, John. John. I was talking. I was talking PR wise, not skill, but PR. John too. I think. Still, John. No, it's PR. At least he's not fucking flashing guns. He's just flashing his cock, like it like works. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All right. I want to move on. Before we move on, if Zion's in the heat, heat culture, I know it's super cringe. He's not going to the help heat. A lot. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to do this right now. Save it. To, no. Oh, no. I don't think heat culture is real. What has Zion on the rumor done, though? Uh, he averaged twenty, like I think twenty-four and his first like year, something. His second year, second year, his second year, he was no, twenty-seven, twenty-seven, twenty-seven. It's twenty. He's an all-star starter. Fifty percent. He's an all-star starter. He, he's good. He's really good. He's, but he's also, when, was, when the Pelicans were at full strength, they were the one yeah. seed in, in the West, and he was absurd. 
He's really fucking good. Dude, what did it actually yeah. lead to, though? He's always he just like bang chicks. Well, he got hurt. He, he got horny and then hurt. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my point. All right, never no more, no more, no more. There's probably no, like hot chicks in Portland, though. Like, I think that might be a better spot. I think if, yeah. if I'm Zion Williams, I'll figure something out. But moving on to someone that wouldn't be able to figure something out would be Draymond Green, his old ass. But as a Laker fan, I would I would love him. He just declined his player option. Um, he said to become a free agent. He is represented by by Laker agent Rich Paul. Um, I'm gonna start Laker this one off. Agent. I would love I would love to have Draymond on the Lakers currently. I don't know how the cap would work really. I think we'd have to move D'Lo. It, it might be a signing trade, but D'Lo and Malik would definitely be gone. At least Malik, which I'm fine with. But my first priority is re-signing Rui and Austin Reese. But if we can get Draymond to kind of complement the off-ball movement, the ball handling from the big, it would allow AD to not have to play on the perimeter so much. Um, I don't know what the fuck's good with AD. He kind of lost his perimeter game a little bit, um, which is fine. But we kind of need a, a four guy that can play make a little bit. But I would definitely take him. Um, I know a lot of you guys feel indifferent about that. So, um, speak oh, I agree. Think. I think you should take him 100%. I mean, I think obviously the only teams he's probably between would be the Warriors and the Lakers. And I honestly think the only reason he declined his player option is because, like, low-key, he's just been meat-riding LeBron for the past, like, year. It's been odd. It's been really weird. He literally lost to the Lakers <laughs> in the playoff yeah. game and got on the podcast the next game and was talking about how, like, LeBron's, like, his king. I'm like, bro, you're literally That's in a seven-game series with these guys, and you're acting like LeBron that was, like, weird. raised you. It's weird. But, obviously, the Lakers are a destination spot for him, and I think the Warriors have a lot of decisions to make this off season too. Everybody's linked to Miami, according to you, bro. You're Woj Miami. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that yeah, you keep going. No, go. I, I, that was pretty much it. I think that brings like two of the highest IQ players on one team, so it'd be cool to see. I think you guys would be playing really high IQ basketball with Draymond. I think there'd be a lot of good ball movement. Um, I wouldn't. I don't know how AD and Draymond would be on the court at the same time, given that. You mentioned the perimeter issues, and Draymond can't shoot well, a lick. Really, just don't but, interrupt. But like, they had Looney at their center when Draymond's on the floor. So, like, I feel like we can make it work. Yeah, yeah, it'll work. It'll work. I mean, Draymond will probably be throwing high-low passes and you know making him better. Regardless, I think it would work out. I don't know if that's where he'll end up. I mean, the meat riding thing seems like that's probably the number one destination he would end up. But we'll see. I don't know. I think yeah. it would be a good fit. Uh, um. Realistically, I think he's staying with the Warriors. I think he's just going to trim down that contract and allow more free agents to come. He's average, he's getting 27 a year, which is crap for a guy that averaged eight points per game. Um, <laughs> if he's actually, like, bound to do that. But I also saw, like, I mean, I remember an episode on his podcast where it was, like, the 18th or 19th episode. He was, like, 19th episode, just as many as many years LeBron's been in the, in the league. I'm like, bro, what? This guy clearly has something for LeBron. I can easily see him go to Los Angeles. But he's staying in the Warriors. That's what I think. I think if he's smart, you stay on the Warriors. You just build around that and keep it going. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be cool to see him on the Lakers just because that front court would be really fun to watch. LeBron, Draymond, AD. But I think if you're the Warriors, you should definitely try and find a way to keep him because I think he's just such a big part of, like, their culture. I know it's not the Heat culture boobies, but it's a big part of their culture. Big part of their offense. I know, like, his stats aren't, like, amazing anymore, but he's a really good player. Like, he does a lot of little things on the court, like those illegal screens and, like, handoffs he does. I just think for the Warriors, you should try and find a way to keep him because I think they're starting to fall apart, like, in some ways as a franchise. And I think he's been such a big part of their success. I think you try and find a way to keep him. 
Yeah. I mean, he's a good player, but I mean, the pay cut thing makes sense. He'd be, the, I feel yeah. like, a nice type of guy to do that, but also he has to be <coughs> LeBron for like the last two years. And I mean, he's, I, unless in my opinion, he's won four rings. Like, he doesn't need to do anything else to get, like, he's not a Hall of Fame. Like, okay, he's a Hall of Famer. He's not like a Steph Curry level, like, like the guy, the name that is going to be, I don't know how to phrase it right way, but like, he's done with his career. I feel like, in terms of like the winning, like what he has to prove winning wise, now I feel like the Lakers makes the most sense. But we can cap it at there. Speaking of winning, um, we're going to move on to the next segment, which would be who do you want to see win a ring and why? And it can't be someone on your favorite team, unless you have a justifiable explanation. Um, you don't have to widen your right board, but feel free to do so. I have had this in my mind since we brought it up, but without a doubt, um, I mean, my boy Jeremy Lin got a ring on the Raptors, even though he didn't do anything. But I think with, for me, it, it has to be Russell Westbrook, um, both as a Laker fan, but as a Russ fan. Um, I loved watching him play in OKC and when the KD thing happened. Not only did I hate KD, but I felt bad for Russ just because he stuck it out. Even after the Paul George years when he got traded, he's just been bouncing around teams. I mean, Houston was an experiment that somewhat worked, but then he went to Washington. <clears throat> Although he was the best player there, Beal was hurt in the playoffs. He managed to win one game against, I think it was the one-seed Philly there at that time, I think 2021. But um, then he went to the Lakers, and he just, like, as a Laker fan, I would sometimes shit on him, but I was always high on him. I just know how well he can play and what his potential could be. But, oh, my gosh, the Lakers fans did not treat him well. I, I've felt bad for him mentally like he was getting death threats he was getting horrible things sent to him on the court off the court um and i think he's just a really nice humble guy like he came from la from Luzinger. um it's like a small school and i don't know if it's part of the hood but it's in not the greatest area and i think from from his kind of story and how loyal he's been to okc if he could go back there when and like when he's like 38 39 and, and help shout as a mentor role and get a ring out of it when they're dominating with chet um, I think that could be like the perfect happy ending, but I, without a doubt for me, it's Westbrook. George, you can go next. Yeah, so my original player for this, when the, like when that question came to mind, the original player I thought it was Mello, but obviously he just retired, so I got to pick somebody current day. Uh, honestly, the first player that came to mind is kind of weird. I don't know if anybody else thought of him, but Paul George was the one that came to mind. I feel like Paul George is like I've always loved and respected Paul George's game. I've always thought he's a great perimeter, uh, both defender and just a three-level scorer. He's great. I love I love his game. And honestly, like watching him get hurt in the Olympics that year, that gruesome injury, having him come back from that and still being productive on both the Thunder and the Clippers. I know the Clipper uh, experiment. Everybody thought that him and him and Kawhi would uh, would eventually get a ring, and it didn't end up working out. But honestly, he's just been a great, consistent basketball player for the last like ten years, and I think he's had a lot of ups and downs in his career. And I think he isn't. He's one of the most overlooked players in the league, and I feel like it'd be a nice ending for him to get to get a ring at the end of his career. I mean, this guy was taking LeBron James to Game Sevens in the prime Miami Heat era, uh, LeBron and D Wade and Bosh. I love Paul George, so hopefully, hopefully, it works out for him. Um, I'll, I just want to clarify before I show mine that I was not allowed to pick a Miami Heat player because if that was the case, I would definitely pick Jimmy Butler. But mine would be D Rose. Uh, he was one of the reasons. He was one of the reasons I actually like became like in love with basketball. And yeah, he had the hardest. He was supposed. To, he's like Brandon Roy, except he was better. Biggest what if in NBA history, in my opinion. Um. It's just sad to see because I feel like he would have been one of those people competing against LeBron in the East and maybe even taking the Heat out of the Eastern Conference Finals some years. 
past the four-year span. But I love D. Rose a lot, and I wish he could get a ring as, like, even a person that doesn't even, like, play. He just sits there and holds a trophy. Uh, I'll go next. I have more of an all-time guy because I was also thinking Paul George. But I would say, I would say Reggie Miller is a guy that I wish kind of won a ring. I think he's played on, like, a lot of really good teams. I don't know if anyone's seen the Miles in the Palace talk, but, like, they had, like, a very good roster. And then Artest and O'Neal just, like, got in this crazy fight in Detroit and ruined their season. But also, even before that, he was kind of, like, one of the best players in the league for a while, one of the clutchest players of all time. And I think if he had a ring on his resume, he'd be looked at a lot differently. And also, like, top five all-time three-pointers made a lot of different stuff. So, yeah, I think Reggie Miller is the guy I wish won a ring. For me, it would obviously be Booker because ever since I, I know I can't can't be Booker, but ever since I saw that video where he's like, "Damn!" Like at the end of that finals, that was it just hit me pretty hard. Um, that was a brutal moment for me. I almost teared up there, but um, <laughs> um, it would definitely be Dame. I know you guys are hating on Dame, and we might get into that, but um, Dame is a guy I respect a lot for his loyalty. I feel like in our modern league, there is no loyalty. We've seen that in the last five to six years, or even since the Miami Heat franchise with LeBron and them, like loyalty has just died entirely. And, you know, I've always respected guys like Bird and even Magic, those guys that played for one team for the majority of their careers. So if Dame could just somehow, you know, just go insane, maybe drop like 35, 36, 40 a game or something and add maybe a star this year and somehow, you know, reach the finals or, or win <coughs> one in the in future with, with Portland, I would respect him a lot. And I would, you know, I would probably consider him – one of the greatest guards ever if he actually could do that. But I don't think it would it would happen. But some of the shots he hits, man, like especially in the bubble when he was in the bubble, that guy yeah. can cook and he's literally unguardable when he cook when he's cooking. Yeah. I really want to see what they do with their roster because last year they just didn't like as much as Simons is good and has still I think he can take another lead from where he is. Like I think CJ yeah. still complimented him better than what Simons is at right now currently. But I'm sure we'll get something will happen with the Blazers, which we'll dive into eventually. But um, that kind of caps off the current day talk. We're going to move into some more trivia, fun games. Um, we're going to raise some blind rank top fives. Johan, take it away and explain the game. All right. So I have five forward kind of players. They're all pretty similar, like skill-wise talent. So these guys are all going to make their lists. I'm going to name the guy, and they're going to blind rank them. And – We'll see how it goes. So the first guy on the list is Jason Tatum. So now they're all going to rank them one, rank Tatum one through five. And then they're stuck there for the list. So second guy is Cat. Pat who? Cat. Did you say Cat? Bro, you said small. Is this power forwards or small? It's like, <laughs> it's like forwards. basically centered. It's okay. big. Just wait. Well, just wait. I was, I was about to say like. Just so, is it just front front court players? Yeah, front, front the front list is good. Players. Don't worry, don't worry. All right, wait. We show five, our like our... whiteboard after. All right, yeah, yeah, show whiteboard after. Yeah. Right. So we're gonna know all five and then write it. No, you have to write it. No, you're supposed to write yeah, as you get them. So like, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, that's the point. Like you're just supposed to yeah. fuck up. But. All right, third guy, uh, Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. Like I'm gonna get slander for this. All right, everyone good? Yeah. You're smiling. Here comes like a some kind of trap. 
No, no. <laughs> Siakam, fourth guy. Yeah, I'm fucked. I actually just I'm got fucked. fucked. I told you it's a good it's a good five. I'm chilling, honestly. Mine's like not awful. Mine's like I think one off probably. Yeah, this guy is worse than all the guys you said. I'm fucked though. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, last guy, AD. Holy right, fuck! I'm the worst list. I have Jimmy, the best I, list. I think. I think. I think me and you have the same list. Yeah. I think we might have the same got, list too. Number five. I'm gonna. Everybody can say but I got Siakam at five. I I nice. had five. You lucky fuck. I had cat. I had triple J. I had triple J at five. I didn't blind rank, but I have a cat fifth. Uh, fourth, oh, I got Jaron Jackson Jr. I had cat. I got cat. Damn, George. I had Jaron Jackson. Third, I had cat. Third, I had Siakam. Unfortunately, third, I, had, I, had I had Siakam Jason too. Tatum I like at, Siakam. Yeah, I like Siakam. I had Jason Tatum at third. <laughs> uh, I, I thought you were gonna pick good Jason players. It's gross. Dude, he, he started with Tatum, and I just got thrown off from that. I was like, there has yeah, to be a I put better, him at three. better I almost had a perfect list, honestly. I have AD at one, but I think JT would be first instead of AD, but otherwise I think my list is perfect. AD and Pascal Siakam, baby. Oh, fuck. Oh, Everyone is AD that first. Is terrible. That is horrible. That is terrible, boobs. Holy cow. The Siakam, the Siakam threw me off. I, I thought he was going to name for sure a better player than Cat, to be honest with you. Okay, real talk, though. Is is anybody taking Jared Jackson Jr. over Cat? Yeah, I am. Probably probably not. I mean, potential-wise, maybe. I mean, like, that was very it, hard. Really de- it really depends on the team, what the team needs, I feel. Like, yeah, way better defender. Because it's not like you're comparing two centers right now. You're comparing a small forward and a center. So it's kind of it's kind of hard. And I think yeah. they're both like on that same tier level of like star, like tier three stars in the NBA. So like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like if Cat was on the Grizzlies, they would have took at least taken the Lakers to seven, maybe have won that series, just because they didn't. I feel like they lacked offensively in the big man position. Like, do, you think, do you think? Do you think Cap matched up well against AD? I mean, do you think? They had Xavier Tillman on him, and then they would put Jaron Jackson on Jr. on the, the weak side block as, like, help. Like, that's why Jaron Jackson Jr. was getting those blocks, because he would just come over and swap the shit out of it. And the uh, Memphis Grizzly stack keeper was on first all season. Yeah. <laughs> that was nuts. Uh, we're going to run that back. Uh, Yoan, take it away with some, some different positions this time, please. All right, we're just going to do not position, just random guys. First one, SGA. Oh. Wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, I got that shit really Wait, wait, bro. That's okay. I, I had him there originally. I started crossing him out. I'm going to keep him there. He's at three for me, too. What? George loves that shit, bro. SGA's you got to think about the upside. The upside of SGA no. is crazy. yeah. I mean, if we're doing a draft, I would probably take him first, almost. Yeah. Okay. Next guy, Booker. <laughs> oh. Oh. Fuck. Yeah, I'm has probably now. screwed here. Probably screwed here. I got Booker at two. Yeah. Booker at two. Yeah. George, you're fucked, brother. I know. I think I am quite screwed here. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, was in between two and three for SGA, but I was like 
the players he named last time, I would Dude, I was going to put SJ at one, and then I was like, he started with Tatum. I'm like, I'm not going to fall for that again. Uh, next guy, yeah. Paul George. I mixed it up, Paul George. Oh! Okay. Bro. BG Trace. What did I say? Put about four? Trace. Five? <clears throat> I think I, I hate Paul George. I have to put him at four. Wait, do you actually think SJ is better than Paul George or is it like your list? Absolutely. No, I don't. You're thinking like potential yeah. wise. Right keep it one season, bro. Paul SGA was the first team all NBA guard, first of all. Second of all, Paul George has been I feel like every other season he gets lingering injuries. Bro, S- and he's getting old. Like Yeah. Okay. Bro, SGA was Paul passing, George, I'm probably and I, and I feel you I feel like you're gonna throw a curveball at us right now that's gonna be better than Paul George. <laughs> And I'm like, SGA's like roster was four Hardensteins, bro. Obviously, he was the only one shooting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but still, he led him to a play-in, and they almost won that game. Also, don't disrespect Lou Engine Dort. I don't know how to say his name. Lou. Lou. Bro, Josh Gidding you know, is fire, too. Lou John Dort. Josh. All right. Bro, Lou, Josh Giddy's so bad. Yeah, Josh Giddy's fire. Yeah. They, got they also have uh, Jalen Williams. He's a rookie, but still, he's good. He was good. Yeah, he's All right. really good. Not yeah. Yeah. Next player. All right, fourth player, Jamal. Jamal, Jamal Murray. Who? Murray? Jamal Murray. Oh, oh I like dude. this. I think mine's perfect so far. No way you think, bro, after the finals, bro, I, I think I have the best list by far right now. I think I have the best list. I'm not even joking. Bro, we have the, we have the same list. No, you don't. Like, I have like, one. Jamal Murray's yeah. bum-ass at five. All right, well, we'll see that, I guess. We'll see. Uh, we'll see that. Bum-ass, <laughs> bro? Are you serious? Uh, dude, he's overrated. He's not overrated. The last guy, I think he's really fucking wait, wait. good. Wait, real question, though? I'm feed sorry, me, Johan. Feed actually... me the star. Feed me the star. Yeah, give me give me Curry, bro. Don't make it make it someone that good, dude. It's Fox. Yeah, it's Fox. It's... Oh, oh, my God. God. Let's go. I think he's, like, third on this list, Fox. Oh. What? I think I think oh, I lost I think I low-key came out. I think it goes Booker, SGA, Fox, PG. Nah, I like... I like Boobs' list. Oh, wait, no. You have Fox at one. Yeah, no. So George, you, I, think, I think George has the George. best list. Yeah, I know. But, like, I, that's not right, though. That's not right. I mean, it's uh, not how would you? Uh, how would you rank it, then? George Fuck the blind rankings. How would you put it? Right. Booker, SGA. Oh, right. Yeah, wait, wait. Uh, no, don't say it. Don't say it. We'll put it on the four. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Let me get right real quick. Oh, my God, dude. This thing erases so bad. This is hard. Wait, don't. I don't fuck oh, with yeah. any of these players. Wait, uh. Still, wait one second. Someone do a countdown before we flipped. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. What were the players again? Fuck. Fox, Jamal, Jamal. SGA, PG 13, and Booker. That's not my order. Just want to practice yeah. that. Mm. Um, shit. Uh. I'm ready to flip whenever. I mean, I think I think three and four, everyone's going to be. I think they're pretty close, to be honest with you. But I think they got. I disagree. I uh, think I'm it's ready four to, five. I'm they're close. I'm ready to flip this, and I don't even think it's like a debate. All right, ready? Three, Wait, two, nine. one. You have PG thirteen. That what the? Okay, boobs, get out of here. Boobs, get out of here. Fox, dude. Fo- Do you see what you get? Did against Fox the Warriors? Is, yeah. Fox is absurd. He's Dude, better than okay. he did better. 
Wait, give give huh? everyone a chance to explain their board. Give everyone a yeah, right, that's what all right. yeah. Hold your board up and explain. Joey, start. I have Jamal as yeah, number Joey's one because he just, won the, he just won the finals and he cooks the Suns every time he plays. He plays I literally am so scared of him. Every time he gets the ball, he just is so fire. And when he gets hot, you can't guard him. And he comes off that screen with Jokic, and it, I, I actually freak out. My heart drops every time. And then I have Booker at two because he's a man. And then I have Shea at three because he, I, I love his game. I mean, I think it's he's one of the best point guards in the league already, and he's only going up. And I have Paul George at four because I, I don't really like Paul George, man. I think he's injury prone, and I don't think he really works with Kawhi. I think that's I don't even think they would win the finals if they were healthy together. I, I just don't think they can play on the same court together at a at a high rate. And then De'Aaron Fox at five. I mean, I like De'Aaron Fox, but. I don't think he's at the star, all-star caliber yet. I think he needs to still prove himself a little bit further. He had one good year this year that was insane, I think. SG's only had one good year, too. Yeah, but SG was, like, insane this year. Like, you know, he almost averaged like 30 a game. Too. Yeah, Fox was good last year, too, also. Like, they both Fox is his breakout year. year, though, I feel like. I think people already knew their about breakout years. Darren Fox, man. All right, I right, let, let, let someone go. Yeah, go. I'll go. Um, I got Devin Booker ever. number one. Uh, you know, I don't think there's much That's to say fucking here. Awful. Yeah, he, That's a t- everyone just uh, admire this beautiful list. Uh, Devin Booker, he performed the best in the playoffs in this entire list. That's all that I look at. It's playoffs, how you perform in the playoffs, how you produce. Not in regular season. Regular season's fake stats. PG thirteen didn't play a single game. Tonight. What's up? Why is he above? Why is he above the second best player in the, on the championship? I because he didn't respect Because Paul George. All right, let me get on my list, dude. Darren Fox <laughs> averaged twenty-seven points per game. Darren Fox averaged twenty-seven points per game this playoff series, and averaged and he was shooting fifty-one percent from the field. He had the he was a clutch player of the year award. I'd take him. I think he's young. He's he's a great guy. Nice dude. A great family. Uh, Paul George. <laughs> Paul George. The reason you said yeah, I go by playoff. But he didn't play this season, which is why I can't put him up or down. He's in the middle. If I have nothing to base off from this year, and Paul George, if we if we remember correctly, two years ago when he went to the Western Conference Finals with Ty Lue as a coach against the Suns, he carried that team like no other when Kawhi was hurt, and literally put his team on his back and looked like the best player in the NBA at the time. And that's the last time I seen him in the playoffs. Jamal Murray, recency bias, recency bias. This guy is an absolute bum. No, I'm kidding. He's not that bad, but I just think there's these people who have way I'm more to bummed. offer. If you pair, if if you pair, I was joke. If you pair, if you pair these three right here okay, with Jokic, yeah. they win the ring as well. And in fact, they would have swept the Heat. Uh, SGA, we have nothing. Like, come on, like SGA is average thirty points per game. Fake stats. We don't know. Once he goes to the playoffs and actually does something, I'll put him higher. But for now, I think he has he hasn't proved what these guys have proved so far. Therefore, he's at the bottom, and I think all of you guys are thinking right now that I, this this is actually good. So fuck off. <laughs> I I think that. that was one of the like the worst the worst list you could put together, to be honest. <laughs> no, I actually think that was a good list. <clears throat> I didn't hate it at all, actually. I mean, that, that adds up. That adds up. SGF five is kind of brutal, but like, I didn't hate it. All right, George, go. All right. So mine was Booker, SGA, Fox, Murray, PG-13. I think the biggest wrestle, like, decision between me was for Fox and Jamal Murray. 
I think Booker is clear of everybody on this list, to be completely honest with you, as of right now. He was we have the absolutely same list. balling. You don't you don't. He, has home, PG, he has SGA at two. It's you had SGA last. Shut the fuck up, Boobs. You have SGA. Your list is so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Look at, look at number one and number four. It's the same thing. And then everything else is just whatever. You have two of five and seven on the same list. You act like I have SGA right. at number one or like fucking. All right, sorry. All right, all right. I think Booker is clear, far and away, the best player on this list. He's been doing it for the last five years. The guy's an absolute scoring weapon. He's efficient. He's a three-level scorer. He's a smart, high IQ player. He can mesh well. Whatever team you put him on, this guy can match that team's energy and play with them. Holy glaze. You're glazing him, dude. Jesus. I'm glazing Devin Booker, bro. I am. <laughs> and then no, second, I, like I got I like SGA. That. I think SGA, out of – the four players remaining had the most impressive season by far. Carried that Thunder team that obviously was not very strong whatsoever. To a playing game, kept them competitive the entire year. Literally backpacked them. I think he has the most upside potential out of anybody on this list. His bag is, if you watch him play basketball, it's art. Darren Fox and Jamal Murray are the two biggest ones I struggled with. So obviously Jamal Murray just won a championship. But I think if you put De'Aaron Fox on that team, with Jokic, I think they still win a ring. I still think I still think they win win the ring this year. And I think De'Aaron Fox is just a lot better defensively than Jamal Murray is. And I think they're pretty. I mean, obviously Jamal Murray is a is a better perimeter scorer, but I think De'Aaron Fox is a lot quicker. I think he can get to the rim better. I think he's a better threat that way. And I think he is just better as a point guard right now. Obviously, also had a way better regular season than Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray just really turned it up in the playoffs. Then four, obviously, I have to give him his credit where credit is due. He was exceptional throughout the playoffs, won a ring. Congrats to him. His story was sick from 2021, telling Mike Malone, please don't trade me, please don't trade me, and him saying we're going to be okay. And then two years later, they end up winning a ring together. And then five, obviously, I love PG-13. This guy was my pick for anyone in the NBA to win a ring. But I think at this point in his career, he's getting old. He's injury prone. And I think he's had the tools on the Clippers to win a championship, and it just didn't pan out for him. And I I just think out of everybody on this list right now, if you had gun to your head, who would you rather be on your team? These four are PG-13. I think it's a no-brainer to go with the rest of the four on the list. Thanks. All right. Uh, I'm going to show my list, and then I'm going to compare uh, two-player stats really quickly. But here's my list. Uh, without a doubt, Booker is by far the best player here. Like George said, not going to get into that. Number two, even though he didn't play in the playoffs, um, SGA. Don't worry about this. I'll get I'll get into that in a little bit. But SGA, I think clears. Um, even though he, he's so young too, like I know we're not going off of potential based off last year, but he was the All NBA point guard for a reason. Like first team, you know. That's I really don't think it's an expiration there. I still think PG thirteen is an elite defender. Two best one of the one of the best two way players in the league. I know like injuries suck, but when you get to see him this year. Um, then I have, like, Fox and Jamal Murray because, like, interchangeable because I think Jamal Murray really doesn't turn it up to the playoffs. I think he averaged eight more points in his career, not just this year. So I think Fox and, and Jamal can be four and five. But I do want to compare this for boobs. Player one averaged 26.1, seven assists, 5.7 rebounds. Player two averaged 27.4, 7.7, and 5.4 rebounds. One of these players is the second option on a team that won a ring. And the other is a team, mm-hmm. uh, the the number one option on a team that lost in the first round. And that's all I got to say. You can figure out who it is. Wait, uh, the fact that you have Fox at two is just, don't you have Fox at two? Or am I tripping? Bro, 
Talk to me when Darren Fox says Nikola Jokic, who's going to be the greatest yeah, center what? of all time. When I'm so confusing, Jimmy. No, I'm saying Jamal what? Murray is putting up 26, 7, no, and 6 as yeah. the second option. De'Aaron Fox is the first option on his team. It wasn't I'm not like talking about like winning a ring or or like the seating. That was just uh, complimentary. I'm talking about well, Jamal my, my Murray counter is, to that. is not the, is my not counter the first to that option. Is Fox is a way better defender. He provides a lot of more fast break yeah. points. He also he's, he's quicker up the court. He he's really not that much of a Okay. He also but loses Fox a lot at of two is absurd. That is absurd. Well, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying – I don't think it's absurd, bro. I really don't. Also, like, do you think Jamal Murray without Jokic on that – like, if you put Fox on that team, do you not think he's putting up better numbers than Jamal Murray? No. Probably similar not numbers. Better. Not better. No. I disagree. Also, Sabonis and Jokic, I feel like, play a similar – I know Jokic is way more ball dominant and obviously a lot better, but – Sabonis, so like the Kings, kind of run a lot of their offense through him. I think they both kind of play similar spots. I think Fox is more of a number one than obviously Jamal, but I think Sabonis does a lot of similar things to Jokic, and kind of like they run a lot of their offense through him the same way. Okay, yeah, but Sabonis is the number one option. Hmm. It's also not the best. Sabonis is definitely not the number one option. I really don't yeah. think it's that hot of a take to put Fox number two out of these five people. Like, I, I, believe I don't think it is either. I, I really believe in Fox, especially after what I saw from the playoffs this year. Wait, I don't Jimmy, want to why did you say you have cause... PG at three? Uh, because of so the two-way aspect. The two-way aspect. And what he did last time he was in the playoffs. Like I feel like people forget. Yeah, but that was that's two years ago, that's, that, was that was two, two years, years ago. ago. I'm, I'm yeah. saying he, he yeah, averaged 26-7-6 on good splits, and he's playing defense. Like, Okay, Obviously so who had, a guard, better season? The ball who had a better more? season, Fox or PG-13? Okay, Fox, but I'm still yes, taking PG-13 Fox, on my team. Fox was all NBA 13. I want you to look at this list one more time and tell me it's actually that crazy. Like, Bro, like, it's actually good. an all-NBA point guard at five. SGA should that be is, five. SGA should not that be is five. crazy. SGA, it's, it looks like I don't like SGA, but realistically, I can't put you him don't. over any of these dudes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what do you oh want to my say? god! I don't know, bro. I don't know. All right, Yohan, do you have your? Have you got yeah. it? I'm, I'm, this is my list. He shot twenty five times in, in a, a game. I like that list. That's that's good. I would. I don't think Fox oh. is third, but I just think Fox also is so clutch. Sees this? I think he might be the most clutch player on the list. Yeah, he's gonna get shit on Jamal. Dude, Jamal can't be five. Average the most points in the, in the fourth quarter, five minutes also, or less. Yeah. Also, Entirely I have Jamal five just because he's by far the worst defender on the list. That's the only reason I have him five. Like all these other guys are pretty good defenders. Jamal is not a good defender. Like William, my favorite yeah, player, but he's not good on defense. Only reason I'm mean, disrespecting him. Not related, but, but the, I was so surprised that Jamal led the NBA Finals in assists. Like that was out of nowhere. That was crazy. Bro, I did, you know, dude, no, no, it makes so much sense. Because he's that good. No, that's not what happened. We played a zone and a pickup zone. All you do is feed it to Jokic in the middle when he gets a little touch in. That's one assist right there. And you throw it to Aaron Gordon. It's another assist. This is a combination, and, this is a combination of you, A, not liking him, and B, just complaining that they're like Jamal zone. Murray. So Jamal, Jamal Murray torched you. No, double teaming yeah. him off the screen. You were, hedging, you were aggressive. That should make you respect screen. him more. I like him. What the fuck? I like this dude. I just think <laughs> I would take everyone else over him except SGA. Like you, you should think I'm I'm jerk. I like him over SGA. You don't like a, SGA though. You don't like SGA. Bro, we're both Canadian. Yeah. I fuck with him. That doesn't mean you, 
that doesn't justify you having him at five. Like that is he crazy. shot twenty five. He shot like twenty five shots per game, bro. You're obviously gonna average like twenty nine points per game if you're shooting that much when you're on the thunder. Nah, he's he's fire. Definitely not five. He's gonna be nasty next year, and he's gonna move up on this list. But for right now, that's what I have. He averaged he averaged twenty point three field goal attempts a game. Now let's take a look at De'Aaron Fox. That's a he averaged eighteen. That's two shots more a game, and you have a huge difference. Huge difference. That's six points. That's six points, bro. They're not three point shooting guards, and Shy averaged seven more points than him a game. Eight, actually, my math is wrong. Bro, he's on a team with a with a bunch of pilgrims, bro. De'Aaron Fox is the number one option. (laughs) He's the number one option. We just went through this. He's shooting two less shots a game. That doesn't make the argument better that this team is worse. Demonte Sabonis, uh, Malik Monk, Keegan Murray, or fucking yeah. Lugenzo Greeny Dort. Josh, <laughs> Josh Giddy is I'm taking Josh Giddy over over Keegan Murray and Harrison Barnes and Malik Monk. The only other player that's competent is Sabonis, and I don't think Sabonis, besides setting better screens than the bigs the Thunder have, makes that much of a difference. Sabonis, oh, points Jimmy, bro, per that's game, crazy. Oh, points per game. Like I'm Fox. talking about. I'm talking about in comparison to like helping Fox. Or, or degrade, like downgrading Fox's points, which makes no sense. Yeah, he wait, does so degrade wait. Fox's points a little bit. He's only Fox. shooting two less shots than SGA. You guys are acting like Fox is or like Jimmy, the Thunder or some Jimmy. poverty franchise. They, they're pretty. Jimmy bad. is Fox better? They made Fox the play in. Than, uh, the play in. Everyone play makes the play in. Sorry, I'm shut up. Not everybody. <laughs> you pretty say? much. Right. Who do you have Jamal Murray over in that list? Let me see your list again. I, I erased my board out of anger. Who, what number was he on? Jamal list? Murray was tied with Fox. And I say Jamal Murray in the playoffs, Fox. I take him at four. Jamal Murray in the regular season, I put him last. All right. Yeah, I'm done. Jamal Murray's di- – I've seen his dick, dude, or his pubes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck with Jamal Murray. <laughs> you just said you fucked with him. That's gonna that's gonna wrap it up for episode two. Uh, we have a draft draft expert coming on. He just watches college basketball and not NBA for some reason. Fun fact: he doesn't even have a favorite NBA team. But he'll be joining the show tomorrow. Oh, no. uh, he knows college ball better than everybody else. Um, so look out for that. But without further ado, we'll see you next time. And thanks for tuning into the bubble.